Hello guys, welcome back to my channel. Welcome back to my first ever Bible study. Basically what this video is going to be is I am going to be reading the scriptures with you, for you. We're going to be doing it together. And the purpose of this video is just to, like I said, read the scripture. And I want to allow you to let God speak to you through the scripture that I'm reading. So try to see uh, if you can get a message out of today's scripture or maybe you can see something new about God's character in today's scripture but how it's going to work is I'm going to read the whole uh, all the all the verses that I've got for today and then after I've read them I'm going to kind of go through them and let you know what stood out to me what I feel like God is speaking to me uh, in the scripture and so hopefully you will then get something from God Maybe you'll see something new in the scripture. Maybe you'll even get a whole message from God in today's video. Or you'll get a message from something that I saw in the scripture that you didn't even see. Maybe a new perspective. So the purpose of this video and hopefully all the videos to come uh, is to just get you in the word. Because I feel like it's so easy for me to just turn on the camera and give a message about the Lord and tell you what God's been teaching me. But I think it's important that we should learn to read the word for ourselves. So that's basically what it is, a Bible study, essentially. So today's scripture that we're going to be reading is in Genesis 22. I'm going to read from the first chapter till, I mean, the verse 1 till verse 19. And this is the story of Abraham and the sacrifice that God wanted Abram to make. So the general story before we get into the scripture behind this uh, or what happened in the story is God wanted Abraham to offer up his one and only son as an offering to God. And so plot twist. Now, I'm not going to spoil anything. If you if, if you've never uh, heard the story before, this is going to this is going to be super cool because we're going to read the scripture and find out find out what happens. <laughs> anyway, um, so if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, hi, and then I'm also going to post this on podcast so you can listen to it either on video or on um, podcast. But anyway, enough of the rambling. I'm going to get into the scripture. So like I said, I'm going to read the whole thing first and then after we'll go into. So before we start, try and focus on the scripture I'm going to be reading. Try to see, try to find God in the scripture. You know what to do. You know what to do. Okay, let's go. So the um, scripture's title, the chapter's title is Abraham's Faith Confirmed. So it says, now it came to pass after these things, God tasted Abraham and said, Abraham. And he said, here I am. Then he said, take now your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac, his son. And he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship and we will come back to you. So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife and the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, My father. And he said, Here I am, my son. Then he said, Look, the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, 
God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Then they came to the place of which God had told him, and Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. Imagine that. That's so crazy. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. (laughs) But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abram, Abram. So he said, here I am. And he said, do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram, caught in a thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering, instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place, The Lord Will Provide. As it is said to this day, In the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, blessing I will bless you and multiplying I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore and your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. In your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned his son his young men. No. So Abram returned to his young men and they rose and went together. Beersheba and Abram dwelt at Beersheba. Okay. That is the end of the section that I was going to read. How crazy. This is one of the craziest stories in the Bible. Essentially, obviously we all know in the Old Testament, uh, There was a lot of offerings being done. So you brought an offering to God. And so this was Abraham's offering. God requested of Abraham to give his one and only son as an offering. So the first thing I'm like, does that not sound familiar? This is kind of like foreshadowing God sending his one and only son to die. But anyway, so the first thing that kind of jumped out to me was it says, now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham. So this whole story, we know that at the end, God's plan was never to accept the offering. Because God didn't request Abraham to sacrifice his son. son. He just requested Abraham to offer his son. God was never going to let him sacrifice his son. And so God was testing Abraham. And so I am actually thinking about it. God knows our heart like God knows what goes on in our heart and I was doing a Bible plan or I'm doing a Bible plan where I'm trying to read the whole Bible in one year and the it's it's the Bible recap I don't know if you guys heard of it it's called the Bible recap by Tara Lee Cobble that's the woman's name and she said that God already knows what's in our hearts but sometimes he tests us so that we can see Do we really believe God? Do we really trust God? And isn't that crazy? I've never thought of it that way. Because obviously, we you can tell yourself, no, I believe in God. No, I believe in God. Until God sends something to test you. So now it's kind of up to you. Because God already knows what you're going to do. We know that our steps are ordered by God. He already knows what we're going to do. He sends it anyway. Why? Because we, that allows us to see what's in our hearts. 
Isn't that just incredible? And so I love how Abraham responded to God because it said God called out to Abraham and immediately Abraham said, here I am, Lord. Isn't that so beautiful? Abraham heard God and he responded. He didn't know it was going to be a test. And think about this. If God came to you today, think of that one thing that you love so much. It can be a spouse. It can be a partner. It can be whatever it is, something that you hold so dear in your life. Imagine God comes to you and say, would you give it up? Let's say you've been waiting for years to be married. And God sends you a godly man. What if God tells you, will you give him up to follow me? If I asked you right now, without reason, because remember, God doesn't always have to give a reason. We don't always have to know. God doesn't have to explain himself. He's God. Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. His ways are not our ways. It's the mysteries of heaven. He does not need to give a reason. So if God comes to you and says, would you give him up? That guy you've been waiting for for 20 years, the one I've sent you. Would you give him up? Would you? Would you? I don't know, because we've never been in that situation. I can sit here and say, yes, I would. I, I would give him up easy. I'd be like, Lord, you take him away because I know you, if you take him away, you'll send someone better. But I've never been in that situation. So how do I know? So sometimes God sends tests to show us what's in our hearts so that we can fix what's happening if there needs to be some fixing. That's so crazy. Um, I love how Abram also said to the young men that was waiting for them. Because remember, they went up. He took uh, his son Isaac. They went up the mountain and he said to the young men, we'll be back. We'll be back soon. We're just going to quickly go worship God and then we'll come back. See, see you soon. See you soon, friends. Do you think, this is a genuine question now. Do you think that when Abraham heard the Lord ask him to offer his son as a sacrifice, do you think Abraham knew that God was going to provide a way out? Or do you think that Abraham genuinely believed he had to kill his son? Because here we see, as we read onwards, Isaac was literally laying there with wood on him. Abraham had a, had a knife in his hand. He was about to kill his son. So I think that Abraham genuinely, genuinely was about to sacrifice his son. Because sometimes, because we also, when you are in a, in a in the relationship with God, you know God. The more you read his word, the more you get to know him. So sometimes we can recognize God's voice. And as you read the word, you recognize how God does things. So my genuine question is, did Abraham had it in the back of his mind? It's okay. I'm just going to go up this mountain and I'm going to go sacrifice my, my son. But I kind of like, I think God's going to make a way. Like I, I, I think when I get there, God's going to do something. I don't know what, but he's going to do something. Either he's going to speak to me again. Or do you believe that Abraham was like, well, I'm going to sacrifice my son. That's it. And Lord, I'll do it because you said it. And if you said it, I'm going to do it. I genuinely want to know. <laughs> I'm genuinely curious. Um, so then it said that the angel said, because you fear God, God, 
The angel literally said, you, was, you were about to sacrifice your son, and now I know that you fear God. Isn't that beautiful? The fear of, I think there's a scripture verse that says, the fear of God is the beginning of knowledge. I'm going to Google it. The fear, wait, hold, give me two seconds. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. It's in, uh, it's in, what's the verse, guys? Psalms 86 verse 11. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That's wisdom right there. To fear God is the beginning of wisdom. Think about that. Because it's easy today to fear the world. It's easy today to fear Satan. It's easy today to fear rejection, oppression, uh, murder, death, uh, governments, people. I don't know. It's so easy to fear. But 365 times, we all know this, 365 times in the Bible does it say, do not fear. But fearing God is the beginning of wisdom. And the fear of God is almost like, you know, when your father, when you were younger, you love your father. Your father will do anything for you. He'll buy you any gift. He'll, He'll take care of you. He just wants the best of you. But when you do something wrong, don't even try. Don't even try doing something wrong because your father will discipline you. He, it's almost like it's love and discipline or like, okay, discipline and all, all the, not rules, but you know what I mean? Like it's the love and the discipline in one. I feel like that is what it means to fear God is to understand that he loves you, but also to understand that he is powerful. He is mighty. His word is end all be all. He has the final say. He created the heavens and the earth. He is the God over your breath. If he says you need to stop breathing, you're going to stop breathing. Like that's the fear of God. And to fear God is to be wise. Because if you fear this world, you're going to, oh, it's a, it's a trap. It's a trap. To fear is a trap because it's false and it's fleeting. And sometimes we fear things that we don't need to fear. Because if you think about it, let's take death, for example. If you fear death as a Christian, then you're kind of missing the point. Because to die, Paul Paul says in, oh, I forget what book it is. But he says that to live is Christ and to die is gain. Meaning if I die, it's actually good. It's a good thing because death is but for a moment. And so I'm going to endure this suffering and this death for a moment. And then I'm going to be where I need to be. I'm going to gain eternity. So that's crazy. And then at the end, we see the angel talk about, I'm going to bless you and I'm going to multiply you and your descendants. This is the promise that God made Abraham at the beginning, where God said, I'm going to bless you and your descendants are going to be as many as the stars in the sky. This is just the Lord repeating, or the angel, repeating God's promise to Abraham. Being like, no, look at this. Here's the promise I made to you. I'm still the God. I'm still the God of the promise. I'm still the God of my word. He's a man of his word. If God said it, it's going to happen. If God spoke it, it's going to come to pass. If it's in the word of God, it's yes and amen. It's done. 
It's done. It's done. God is so good and so great. I can't get over it. I just really am. I respect Abraham's faith because it's faith. Look at the faith that Abraham had. That's crazy. That's insane. It's amazing the faith Abraham had to be able to have that uh, fear of God to offer up his son. And again, that's kind of foreshadowing to the savior that's going to come. Because the end where the angel says, uh, uh, blessing our pleasure, multiplying as the stars, uh, your descendants shall possess, possess the gates of their enemies. In your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. In your seed. Did Jesus not come from the seed of Abram? Yes, he did. We all came from that seed, right? Jesus, well, not all. Jesus came from that seed. So here the angel is saying, your seed, uh, in your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. That's us. That's the Christians. We are blessed. All the nations of the earth were blessed because of Abraham's faith. See how crazy that is. Let me know in the comments. I'm really curious uh, as to what you guys got when I read the scriptures. I love, I love the story so much. It really, it's the fear of God. It's faith. Fear of God. To fear God is the beginning of wisdom. That's so wise. Let me know in the comments what you guys got from the scripture. And let me know what you thought, what you thought of this video. Is it a good idea? Let me know. Um, I would love to hear from you. If you watch this on YouTube, give it a like and subscribe if you want to see more videos like this. And on podcast, you can write a review and rate or whatever you'd like to do. But thank you guys for spending this time with me. If you did, I really appreciate you. Oh my goodness. If you are still here, that's crazy. You're a, you're a real one. Anyway, thank you for watching. I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.